Hey, you are Mr. Patience today. Yeah, you're darn right. <laughs> um, yes, Joe. John, I heard a song I must admit I just loved. Yes. It was Shane McGowan and uh, who's the crackpot Irish singer who just died? The woman. Uh, Sinead O'Connor. Uh, Sinead O'Connor and Sean McGowan doing a song called Haunted. Ooh. Haunted. Hmm. Oh, boy. Pretty good. Now, he can't sing, and he has oh, no God voice. No. Uh, but she can. But she can. It was it was pretty. It was good. <laughs> Somebody could play guitar in that song. It was uh, huh. really interesting. Was it eloquent? No, it was, it was just, it was, they, they apparently had a long-time connection. A little. Because uh, they're both complete fucking fruitcakes. We're on the council. Well, how are you doing? <laughs> How about an ad or two, huh? Joe, did you see Fratelloni's Eco Haunted Grundhofer Precision? Eco Grund Precision. I don't know if it's a, if it's her song or his. Uh, before I forget, yeah, you saw Brian Wilson numerous times, right? Many times. Do you remember uh, the kind of heavy set guy who basically was doing Brian's falsettos that Brian couldn't do anymore? Just oh, kind of vaguely, yeah. The guy that looked like he lived down the block from you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he died. No. Yeah, he had cancer. Oh, no. The cancer runs in that group. Carl died of cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, haunted. Originally done by the Pogues. Mm -hmm. Probably one of his tunes. With uh, Kate O'Riordan and Shane McGowan on the vocals, and then they redid it for a movie, he and Sinead. Yeah, it's really a cool version. Hmm. I will write it down. I already wrote it down. And give it a listen after the show. Okay, this is... Let's see. Excuse me. Uh, where's the uh, shoot? That's not it. Is that it? <clears throat> Why does this happen where stuff Where's gets so mislaid? Hmm. I just had this stuff. Now that is that's evil. Here's, okay. And then I have a grund 
email. Where's my grande email? Right here. Got it. I'm going to quit looking. I do. They had a a long friendship. Did you read anything about them? No. Apparently. You know who was playing it today was Theodora Richards was talking about it. I don't know who that is. Keith's who's, who's daughter Keith? has a Siri uh, XM show on. Oh, really? Music. I did not know that. From her perspective, I have a granddaughter named Theodora. Theodora. I like that. Is she musical? Yep. That is not going to work. I'm really hungry. <laughs> I just had some Italian sausage penne. I bet you did. With rose. <laughs> it's a rose broth. And it was fabulous. That yum. sounds delicious. Where are you going to sit when you do the show? Because my computer's all... Uh, where do you want me? Well, just sit where you're going to sit so I can adjust Here. your camera. I got to shave. God, I look like a <laughs> me too. range bum. Just came off the cattle drive. How you doing there, cowboy? Rookie sit and stool. It's <laughs> like trying to get a haircut. Madonna's people called uh, Dickie, <gasps> our guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they want a flyer from Ireland to New York to go to the concert. Shut so, up. She's not going to, by the way. Why? She's going to wait till she's in the Twin Cities and go. So she can come back and see her mother. Why doesn't she do both? I don't know, but my point is. That, How did you uh, learn of this? Jennifer just texted me. My point is that. Uh, she must have liked the book. Her people must have gotten to her and said, "Look, this this lady really wrote a nice piece about you. Yeah, nice book." Hey, will you? That's Did, uh, coming up on the ride. Sit where you're going to sit, so I can adjust your camera. I, put, sit, I got a what's coming up on the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's <laughs> tell great. Him to, to tell him to put it there. Friend. You go, Joe. Did you see she was uh, the you know in Wall Street Journal the five? Yes. The you know what I mean, right? Yes. The, yeah. The five Jackson five. No, <laughs> she reviewed five books. They, 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 asked, they asked people who are, quote, experts in fields to name their five favorite books about yeah. that field or whatever. And she yeah. was on that. They do that once a week. Well, that's cool. How come they didn't ask me? Well, Chris, you have to read. read. <laughs> Boy, Joe and I both my favorite took a book, shot there. My favorite book is probably the phone book. Well, and that's interesting because they... Don't even produce those anymore. The new phone books are here. The new phone books are I, here. <laughs> I actually still get a phone book once a year, Joe. You do only, not. It uh, we do, but it only has businesses. It's it's all uh, yellow pages. It's about that thick with just yellow pages. Well, that's that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> What's coming what, up what, on what the movie right? was that? Martin Steve Martin. The right? Steve Martin the jerk. is the jerk. Hey, yeah. Hey, the new hey, phone hey. books are here. The new phone books are here. People <laughs> in Lake Elmo are complaining. They built a new runway. And it's in results. It's results in increased noise complaints. Matt, that was days ago. Yeah, I know. But well, this one was seven hours on Facebook. But 
Well, I, I don't get the my South news from Facebook. But the South St. Paul Airport, those planes are charming. They're not noise. Well, I, I can't help you. We must do something about this. <clears throat> Immediately. And I must do something hey, about uh, it. Are we ready here? No. No. Fratelloni's hardware? I got a really great email from Carl Bear. We'll be the judge of that. Well... Let me tell you something. How you doing, Joe? Let me, let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1207. 1207. That's right. December 12th, 2023. 53 degrees on this day in 1968. And 15 below on this day in 1879. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hype in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight, King. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Today, I bring unto you <laughs> revelation. Today will be a day of revelation. Are we a mess? Hmm. Because I think it is my role as mayor to try to make the confused world we live in mm -hmm as understood as possible. Today, yes, will be a day of revelation. Ah, again? <laughs> partly inspired. Here, here. Partly inspired by a pregame discussion with Reavers, uh -oh. who was caught... And uh, what turned out to be a very significant traffic backup yesterday, uh, if you would, uh, could you describe just the location of the backup? I'll get to the reason for it. 94. Yes, sir. Uh, as you enter the tunnel. Sometimes in the uh, in the afternoon, she can she can become a bit problematic just on a given day, right? Why were you going that way? I had some matters to tend to. Ah, matters of the um. Well, no, I, I usually I usually take thirty five south, but I had to pick something up Christmas related on my way home. All right. So anyway, you got caught in there, and you're telling me it, it threw you back about forty five minutes. It was all um, over the local television yeah. news channels last night. Can I? Add I assumed without hearing anything that it was an accident. Can I? Can I add something before you? No, continue? you may. I uh. I did not know at the. I just assumed. Oh, there must have been an accident. Somebody That's got what I whatever. Thought. I don't care what your cause is. I don't care if you are trying to feed starving children mm -hmm. in Africa. Right. Whatever your cause is, if you block a freeway, I am automatically going to be on the other side. I think it's understandable. I don't care if you're um, here to help underprivileged youth all across the nation. Well, I, I'm, I'm getting... I am now going to be on the side that wants to 
keep kids underprivileged. <laughs> Make sure they stay underprivileged. Do well, not I, become so selfish. Tell me when you're done. That your cause <laughs> is so much more important it's than like news intro. Everybody else's well exactly. Go effing well yourself. I, I think I can help you. Thank you. I think uh, you're not you're not necessarily cold-hearted. What you're saying is, these freeway blockages don't accomplish anything. Nothing. Nothing. All they do is cause other people to become more angry. Like and these I was were uh, poorly mm -hmm. educated people in favor of Hamas, and that is stemming from the failed academy. Uh, today uh, we'll have much revelation regarding. The failed academy. Yeah, it's changed in in, uh, in our lifetime. Yeah, the university system, the college system, has changed. We we uh, dipped our toe into the water yesterday with the realization that uh, it's an industry. Yeah, it's an industry based on making people victims. And uh, one simple revelation would be the the in the industry of which Claudine Gay, for example, the president of Harvard, whose job apparently is safe. She's got people at Harvard rallying on her behalf, and it appears that she'll be in no danger of having to leave. Which tells you what? Well, it's, I'm going to get to that. Okay. It tells me a great many things. You got some lead up. Uh, but what, what we learn is that the industry... Uh, we can we can boil it down now for purposes of revelation. You're either oppressed or you're an oppressor. That's fifty fifty. There it is. On or off. Okay. That's that's what the United States has come to in our institutions that we used to rely on for leadership and clarity and and what have you. That those institutions now don't look at individual human beings. They don't look at individuality. Unfortunately, freedom gets swept under the rug with that viewpoint, but they don't look at people. They look at groups. And you're either in a group that's oppressed or you're in a group that's oppressors. And I would contend that with the Jewish people, for example, they have joined the ranks of the oppressors, basically because they're free, they're successful, and they're white. Okay. They are... They are an oppressor class, which is why the likes of Claudine Gay and McGill and uh, the gal at uh, Cornbluth or whatever her name was at MIT, they had such difficulty. They had such difficulty expressing any moral clarity because they have, when you only decide to look at groups as oppressed or oppressors, you have surrendered moral clarity. That has to go out the door in order for you to adopt that position. Hmm. And so, so the Jews have become an oppressor class, which helps to explain campuses full of kids, uh, including gays and trans people for, for Gaza or Hamas or Palestine. Kids uh, with your purple hair and you're a guy and you're wearing a dress, uh, I'm sorry, you're not going to last long over there. You, They're not practicing that outlook. Let's play that game. Just How not... long would you last in Palestine? <laughs> and consider the reaction 
of college presidents, particularly in the Ivy League, which has been fooling people for a long time, consider the reaction of uh, Claudia Claudine. I'm sorry, Claudine Gay and uh, get me McGill's first name. I think it's uh, Mary. No, I think it's Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Elizabeth McGill and Cornbluth is who? Hmm. She's MIT. When you uh, consider their reactions, if uh, the KKK came through campus in their costumes carrying on, well, they, they, they wouldn't have minded if the KKK would have been shot to death by armed security. Sally Cornbluth. Sally Cornbluth. Because they're white. They're an oppressor class. Do you see where we're headed here? Do you see what schools have become? Very simple. These people are paying thousands and thousands of dollars to go to colleges and universities merely to become indoctrinated in only one thing. Your view of the world should be this. Some people are oppressors and some people are oppressed. The Jews have been assigned oppressor status now. There's, there's your answer to what's they taking place. They there's what, There's what's taking place. There, that answers everything. On the plus side, Joe, did you see the Wall Street Journal poll about who who people sympathize with, Israel, Palestine, or yes. both? That was a little more positive. Was that a yeah. college poll? It was, well, that was part of it, yes. Age, yeah. Ages 18 to 34, 31 yeah. sympathize with Israel, 23 with Palestinian people, 31 with both sides. So right. still 18 to 34 oh. is real. It, it should be 100%. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah. I guess what we're having to say is they're making, yes. Well, they, they, oh, I'm sorry. Um, dumb question. I'm sure it will be. How can you side with both? I didn't well, know I, that. I don't, I, where are you getting that? John, from what I just said, from oh, the poll. But oh. it's the poll set up with Palestinian people, so it's not Hamas. It's oh, set up okay. to be the I'm people sorry. who are living in Gaza. So it's not. There are Palestinian people who would just as soon uh, say to Hamas, go away. We don't agree yes. like that. In fact, it might be the majority of Palestinians, wouldn't you say? No, the majority of Palestinians voted for Hamas to run the Gaza Strip. That's true. That is true. Uh, they're probably having some buyer's remorse. At you, least, think, you think? At least some of them. <laughs> but let, let's go back to uh, Claudine Gay. Uh, she was born in 1970, so she's a fairly young woman. She's the 30th president of Harvard, and of course, she has to be a first. She's got to be a first. First black woman. Right, that's what's important. Uh, first black, well, not only the first black woman, the first black president in the history of Harvard, that's 368 big. years. But she was named president as recently as just this past July. Congratulations. And so I did some homework on her, and she's had a lifetime in in higher learning she's never worked for the acme nuts and bolts company big part of the club she's been part of the club for yep. a long time uh she's had an interesting very interesting life she's the daughter of haitian immigrants and her father uh uh her father and mother came to the u.s more than 50 years ago they met in New York City as students. Her mom is a nurse. Her dad studied engineering, and she spent part of her childhood first in New York and then in Saudi Arabia. Hmm. 
uh, where her dad worked for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers and her mom was a nurse. Uh, she has not had a troubled life. She attended Phillips Exeter Academy. That's a private boarding school in Exeter, New Hampshire. She then attended Stanford, where she studied economics, and she received the Anna Laura Myers Prize for best undergraduate thesis in economics and graduated in 1982. She earned her PhD in 1998 uh, from Harvard University, where she won the university's Toppen Prize for the best uh, dissertation on uh, science. Uh, she's now facing plagiarism charges. Are you all aware of that? No, I didn't hear this development. That, what there are various uh, groups that have uh, insisted that she has plagiarized uh, many of her dissertations. Harvard examined it and found that there was some very light borrowing, okay. but but nothing that would, <laughs> okay. would cause them to uh, call her a plagiarist by any stretch of the imagination. Is that like light terrorism? It's kind of like Dengu, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's major Dengu, Dengu, or, you know, not that major. Dengue. Or Dengue. Mostly Dengue. peaceful protests. Yeah, right, right. It's like Dengue fever. They're, you know, it's not that heavy. Uh, so then uh, she was a natural, of course, uh, to become, uh, when I say natural, a black woman who's achieved these degrees in the failed academy, and she's she was uh, named president. Okay. She uh, struggled mightily, as you all know. She struggled mightily to uh, explain her actions. I got a note. I, I emailed him. I got a note from Mike. Uh, where is it? From Mike in Duluth. Uh, but he's now wintering just outside Phoenix. A frequent emailer. And uh, I, I have no reason to doubt him. But he said, did you see where the three presidents, Cornbluth, uh, McGill, and Gay, all hired a consultant prior to their testimony? Uh, apparently the same consultant, which is why... They all gave the same... Which is why you saw them all give the same, oh. the same answer. Wow. And I, I just emailed Mike Bat. I can't find that. Uh, I can't find that aspect of uh, those three using a consultant. I don't disbelieve I was going to it. say, it's entirely believable. It's entirely believable, but I can't find it. And I want to find it because I think it's important for a couple of reasons. Johnny looks like he's on the case. Yeah, it, I can't find it. I Googled everything I could think to Google, and I but, can't find the idea that they they actually uh, had the nerve to hire a consultant. These are presidents of the three supposedly most prestigious institutions in the country, the presidents, and they needed a consultant I gotta to need talk a to Congress? I need a lifeline. Are you kidding me? You know what it did tell me, though? Oh, my God. Especially as it results with gay. Yeah. Harvard didn't have its number met. Unlike, was it Penn? Uh, the gal that that stepped down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, th they had a significant donor that said, uh, "You either fire this gal, or we're pulling our hundred million dollar uh, donation." I wish I could find my email from. See if there's an email from Mike. Sure. It's Go ahead, Mike Flapson. He doesn't mind if I Flappy? use his name. Yeah, you know Flaps. Yeah. I, mean, 
I did find that, uh, I don't know about consultant, but the New York Times reports, it turns out that one of America's best known white shoe law firms, Wilmer Hale, was involved in all this. Two of the school presidents, Claudine Gay of Harvard and Elizabeth McGill of Penn, prepared separately for the congressional testimony with teams from Wilmer Hale, okay. according to two people familiar. Uh, Wilmer Hale also had a meeting with MIT's president, Sally Kornbluth, according to those sources that that's enough for me uh, chris you can stop looking I gotta find it. no we're done we got our answer i, I will accept that as uh they, that's where they came up with the word context that mm-hmm. <laughs> they all decided that they maybe we can escape complete wrath if we if we uh tell them that we all felt an obligation to place these protests within a certain context, not realizing, and the white shoe law firm failed them. There is no context for genocide. Right. You're right. either you either kill somebody or you don't. There's Annihilate's no, a pretty heavy word. That's right. There is no context, right. and so they've been they've been found out. Uh, in in any event, I think I think uh, in the interest of revelation, it's it's just very easy and very simple for us to know. Uh, the U is going through it, by the way. The U has got uh, real problems with uh, anti-Semitic protests, just as you found last night on the freeway. It's got uh-huh. big problems with that. And yeah. these are products of the failed people, failed academy, who have thoroughly uh, absorbed the idea that you're either an oppressor or you're oppressed. And I would like to add that the 94 protesters, the pro-Hamas protesters, were lucky that all of us didn't have context because we would have hit the gas pedal right. had we all had context with that protest yesterday. But, well, I'll save my thoughts because there's 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 much there's much ahead. We've had a lot of um, cybersecurity information here at Hubbard Broadcasting, and I just want to let the powers that be know that Joe's computer is not an issue because when he deletes an email, that sucker gets double yeah. deleted, like right away. <laughs> because if I don't need it anymore, it'd be gone. No, I thought the printed version would be laying there on my. It wasn't. Board. I, I think we got our answer. I think. I think maybe that's where Mike. I don't. Where'd you read that, John? That was a New York Times article. Okay, that, that's that's that's. I, I I don't trust that newspaper, but it's a trusted source for covering something like this, and they. Uh, they they admit that these gals uh, hooked up with a big white shoe law firm, uh, yeah. and uh, they must have had a must have gone through practice grilling in the conference room, and <laughs> yep. and said, "Now look, when they ask you about this, how about you say something like, well, we had to examine this in the context of our obligation to ensure free speech,' oh. you know, and 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 they bought that." Because they had no other, they they're not smart enough right. to go anywhere else. They've surrendered that part of their lives to be prominent in the industry. Is white shoe ter- uh, is that a normal term? I had to look it up. I'd never heard that white no, shoe. No, in, in fact, in fact, I've seen uh, the little guy Jacob Fry referred to that way. Huh. He came here. He was a, a white shoe lawyer. To me, I, John, check me. You probably yeah. have looked up what it means. Let me tell I you did. what I think yeah. it means. Yeah. I think it means that just lawyers who don't get their hands dirty, they're just, uh, uh, you know, but, cushy law firms and don't really deal cushy. with Cushy. It looks like cushy would uh, traditionally associated with upper class elite who graduated from Ivy League right. colleges. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think you're pretty right on that. Would, yeah. 
would the law firm Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe? Yeah. Would they fall into that category? They're not a white shoe law firm. They're not. They're a dirty sandal law firm. (laughs) See, I got an an interesting note from Dale Niskanen, who uh, is about as technologically capable as I I am, and he was trying to clean out his email at at home, and he found an email he sent to me more than two years ago. And it's an email about how he was on his way home from a meeting in St. Cloud. So he took a detour to Grunhofer's and loaded up. Yep. And Grunt, uh, Spencer learned uh, that a GLer was in the house. So Spencer came out and and met him oh, nice. and shook his hand. And, and uh, Dale refers to it as a bear-like paw yeah. at Big Paw. He said he had his uh, butcher apron on and, and uh, he got... Uh, Beef sticks and brats and meatloafs and steaks and he just he just loved it and he said uh, he had only been there once previously but when he entered again he uh, he paused okay. to allow the nostalgia to soak in because uh, he just felt like he was at home in an old fashioned meat market that's true that's that's Spencer Grunhofer's in Hugo just north of Hugo on Highway sixty one and the other store is in Forest Lake just off uh, 35 east of 97, and soon there will be a store in Forest Lake. They even have a contest, come up with a new broad idea with a uh, a White Bear Lake title, and you might win a prize. If you want to order your Christmas ham, get on it, 651-426-2800, 651 426 Get on that Christmas ham. It's double bo- double smoked, skinless, bone-in hams. That's a good ham. You know, I like, that's a ham that, uh, that's the kind of ham I like. There's two kinds of hams. I think this is the one I like. Bone-in. Yeah. Because, the, the family dog loves the bone-in ham more than anybody. Well, you're not supposed getting... to give uh, bones to, uh, from hams to dogs, are you? No, they get splinters and stuff. Yeah. Really? We didn't. When they were we went to Vogels and gave the dog a bone. But anyway, you're going to Groundhoppers. You're getting the ham. <laughs> you're getting whack. everything yeah. else. <laughs> Rocks, burgers, meatloaf, roasts, yeah. you, you name it. Salmon, cheese, desserts. Uh, it's Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats. Over the ad. That's a knick-knack, Paddywhack. Give, give the, the frog dog, alone. Give the dog a bone. I think chicken bones are what you're not supposed to give dogs. That's what I thought. I thought pork, too. No, because uh, when I would do the ham, I always sent the bone home with uh, Jess's mom to give to Sport. Sport? That's their hunting dog. Was. He's no longer with us. Oh, now this says always avoid ham bones. There you go. Same what Joe said. Life-threatening blockages in the digestion. I think a T-bone is all right, isn't it? Although you can still splinter those. Yeah, I think you just monitor. Give the, Let the dog, dog a eat bone. The, the, the grizzle and then just throw it away. Okay, uh, man. Yep. <laughs> We're going to get 10,000 emails yep. of what type of bones yeah. you Scott can get. Scott Mature is yep. already getting an email right now, Scotty. Way to go, Joe. We're going we're gonna to find out. I lost my uh, Drudge page, but I don't need it right now. I can uh, just open up an email or uh, 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 an Internet Explorer web page. Huh? I, can't, I can't go to that. Uh, I lost that for some well, here, reason. Here, this is what you did. I, I don't. I, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. Never mind. Yep. No, that's that's that. That's a just stay in history. You want it uh, on yeah, that? Yeah, get it up there. 
Yeah. No, I don't want that. I wanted the drudge. <laughs> where the drudge at? Hey, where the drudge at? Zelensky's asking for more money. That's Why isn't that a shame? That's weird. Yeah, if they, they don't care. get it, they're done. Well, we'll have American soldiers fighting for NATO in about a year if they don't oh, get it. Oh, God. Against every other country. Well, I'm just glad all that money's being put to good use. Well, if you want to see American soldiers on European soil. Ruck, here's what, what need, I need Ruck? out of you today. I need, you know what, since Kenny's not here, let's get ahead of the game. I need Welter, <clears throat> Masonic, Zero Res, and Sound Story. I'm Holy mackerel, Ruck. Oh, I'm putting your ass to work yeah. today. Well, it's because Kenny's not here, so let's. Welter, Ruck. Masonic, Zero Res, and Sound. Ruck's buying us all Christmas presents. Let's go. Rook may have to pay for Christmas. He <laughs> has to pay for Christmas. Yeah. Huh? Don't, don't do that. <laughs> we wanted to catch what? Less than two weeks. I think that's within the window. Yeah. I'm that's a long time to be driven crazy. I've held back. I think you deserve it. See if I can fit something in the news every day, Rook, where you can say it. Thank you. Starting that will force me to pay attention too, John. <laughs> nah, don't uh, bother. Don't bother. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Am I doing something here? Yes. Are you ready? Joe, you ready? I am, Chris. Truth, justice, and the sushi Welter heating, they'll heat up your house. They really work well and quiet as a mouse. It's welter heating, if the heat ain't on, they'll get over there. I don't have a ROM. What? <laughs> Couldn't I? Welter heating, 100 years. That is a century plus, four generations. They are just top. They're, they're super. What are they? They're superheater guys. Superheater guys. <laughs> They're like superheroes. That's what they do. They come out to your house. They fly in. They don't even have vans. They fly in with capes and they come and they tinker around with your heater. Yeah. And they fix it and go, We're done. See you. And they do this too. They make a C and then turn it to make a U. See you. Welter heating. They are they are wonderful people, and they will. When it comes to your heating, what time are you going to do this? Are you going to finish this? I have, this one might be about six minutes long. Uh, they will take care of your heating unit if it's making funny noises. It, we are going to get cold here. It's not going to be forty forever. So make sure your heating unit is working properly. Shutting down the AC unit goes without saying. Welter heating. They are the people you need to call if you're in trouble or if you just have some questions. Their telephone number, which is answered by a human, 612-825-6867, 612-825-6867. Find a wealth of information at welterheating.com. Heat up your shelter with someone from Welter. What worked, huh? Uh, Brendan writes, hail the flashlight king. Hail you. I find the uproar and subsequent responses to the Three Stooges routine performed in front of Congress by the leaders of formerly renowned Ivy League schools to be entertaining and enlightening. 
One aspect of this, I think, has to be pointed out is that the inmates now run these asylums. Presidents, along with professors, are terrified of the kids. The kids can now get a person fired almost as fast as the guy dangling the $100 million check. When the power to remove authority figures is given to a group pandered to, perpetually offended, participation trophy recipients, this is what you get. It is sad, but I'm going to enjoy watching the violation of Harvard's fat phobic policy and is against the code of conduct. That is, you can't, there's a fat phobic policy at Harvard, okay. wow. not genocide against Jews. Mm. But, yeah. Look it up. I'm not kidding. I know you're not. It would be something if some true KKK people arrived on campus chanting slogans about getting rid of the Jews, gays, and black people. I wonder how long Ms. Gay would respond or take to respond to that. Would context matter? Anyone paying attention to this cultural movement on the left that has a capacity to play out second, third, and fourth order effects could see this coming like a train in the distance. The train is close now, and the DEI crowd has unwittingly tied themselves to the tracks. I will likely have a trip to the confessional booth in my future because I'm really going to enjoy watching the carnage. Ms. Gay does answer one question concretely. Whatever happened to Steve Urkel, Chris will get the reference, I hope. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from Pleasantly, just outside of Duluth. Who's Steve Urkel? That's Urkel, I believe. Urkel. Well, who's that? He was a uh, character character on the TV show Family Matters back in what the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Goofball. Did, does he look like gay? Did he look like gay? He had like the Coke bottle yeah. glasses. And he had Maybe that's what he's referring to. No, I think that qualities. is exactly what he's referring. In fact, he had a dance, Joe, on the one of the later episodes called. Do the Urkel. Yeah. And I found Mike Flepson's uh, email and he said, now we learned from several media reports that all three presidents worked with the consultant to prepare their testimony that has now been corroborated. Like three kids guilty of breaking a window with a baseball, they got their heads together to prepare a single story to avoid the consequences. I believe their common verbiage in their response was no accident. Uh, Mike still living the dream just a bit outside Phoenix and the guy who referred Urkel just said uh, I'm presently just outside of Duluth in fact you're not wrong with the pronunciation because Steve Urkel also had an alter ego called yeah. Stefan Urkel now I get a note We've, we have a friend in Northfield a guy named Carl Bear we've met him He's uh, he was a lifelong uh, pilot. He was a he's a vet. He was a pilot with Northwest, and he's a GLer. Mm -hmm. And man, uh, I told you today was a day of revelation. I, I just think this email goes a long way to being revelatory. All right, Joe. From 1942 until 1984, my late father was a Navy officer. Wait no, wait, I, I, I'm, I'm having else. trouble with this first sentence. Okay, I get it now. From 1942 until 1984, my late father was a Navy officer in World War II, a graduate student at the U, a research scientist for a chemical company, and a college professor. His teaching career at Michigan State University ran from 1959 until his retirement in 1984. Virtually everyone in graduate school at Minnesota was, like my dad, a veteran of World War II. Hmm. He completed his Ph.D. in biochemistry in the amazingly short uh, time frame of 
Underachiever. Ben was hired as vice president of research at the Chapman Chemical Company in Memphis, Tennessee. When an opening for a professorship at MSU became available, he jumped on the opportunity and relocated the family to Michigan. I was a youngster of six when we moved north. He was hired to teach forestry at Michigan State University, which was his undergraduate major, also at the U of M. But many of his classes involved wood technology and chemistry. Side note, Norman Borlaug and my dad were close friends in college, both studied forestry at the Ag Campus, which is adjacent to the state fairgrounds. Virtually all of his colleagues at Michigan State had served in the military. One of them had been a B-24 navigator while my dad worked for the Bureau of Ships in Washington. By 1965, the Vietnam War had started to really ramp up and a lot of potential college students were being drafted. But if you knew the right people or said the right things, you could get a draft deferment as a college student. According to my dad, a lot of the draft deferred students went into education or psychology or sociology or some of the liberal arts. He claimed that they weren't smart enough to study any difficult subjects. Hardly any studied hard sciences, agriculture, engineering, etc. One thing that really grated on him was that in 1965, the forestry department was still using Quonset huts for offices that were left over from World War II, but the School of Education had a brand new shiny building. By 1968, the anti-war movement had really picked up steam, and a lot of colleges were having trouble with student protests, sit-ins, and demonstrations. Ann Arbor and Madison were the two, uh, were the worst two in the Big Ten, but Minneapolis and East Lansing also had problems. I think you can pinpoint 1968 as the year the failure of the academy truly began. Many of the protesters, draft dodgers, and rioters have become the administrators. DEI deans and professors at colleges in the 21st century. I don't think that's an unreasonable claim. The biggest villains in this drama came from the schools of education, liberal arts, and most significantly, any department with studies in its name. Hmm. The failure of our American education system starts in kindergarten, will soon move to even younger kids thanks to Fatso Waltz funding the preschool, daycare, and catering to whatever the teacher's union wants of him. If there is a solution to this dreadful situation, it would be to never send your kids to unionize schools and don't send them to college unless they have a specific goal that will lead to a productive career. I know you have been beating this drum for years, but it needs repeating. It's fair to say that the Minneapolis and St. Paul K-12 schools are irredeemably lost. Same for Hamlin, McAllister, St. Olaf, St. Thomas, and probably all of the other colleges in Minnesota. I wish I could be more optimistic, but as long as Minnesotans keep electing imbeciles like Walls, Fry, Ellison, Omar, Carter, and the rest of the useful idiots, there isn't much hope that this state will be turned around. Carl Bear, Northfield. Now, I love the email for a couple of reasons. Uh, and it, it harkens back to David Gelertner who was a professor at Yale. Yale, drawing life, surviving the Unabomber. He, was, uh, he received a package from the Unabomber. And for some reason, that changed his outlook on life. Mm -hmm. He had found that he was very comfortable allowing himself to become insulated on the third rail of academia. And he noted that he really wasn't in touch 
with daily life, you know, the guy at the gas station or his neighbors or whatever, and he turned himself around. Well, what I take from Carl's uh, note is a couple of things. One, uh, you can see that there's nobody in the college rank. Well, not nobody. There's very few people in the college ranks right now who, for example, have been the veterans of any wars. Maybe some students are veterans. Sure. But none of the administrators. I also think he's right that the same kids, uh, they'd all be my age and a little younger. The, the same kids who were leading the protests in the late 60s and early 70s, they're now the ones in the schools. They're running the schools. And they've all adopted the agenda of the industry, which gets back to Revelation. We're only looking at the world in two ways. You're either an oppressor or you're oppressed. And that has colored every class they take. And I don't think it's an exaggeration at all to say most academies are completely failed. And the only people interested in running for those positions or having those positions, same thing I guess could apply to politics, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, right. are the same people with that type of mindset. Now, I don't know how we're supposed to come out of this. I don't know how the country is supposed to come out of this and right itself. I see no immediate solution to this problem. Can we? I think it would have helped to can Claudia Gray or Claudine Gray as fast as possible. But they didn't. Uh, apparently, Cornbluth at MIT will be allowed to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took one look at some of the checks that were going to be withdrawn from Penn and McGill's on the street. Right. Harvard didn't have that number right. come up. Now, I did mention that uh, Claudine Gray has some alleged charges of plagiarism. Gay. You said gay. gay. Yeah, Claudine Gay. I say gray. I'm sorry, gay. Yep. Has some charges of plagiarism. Uh, none of them, to my knowledge, have been proven or demonstrated to be factual. Well, uh, she used the same speech as... Well, that was just because it all went to the same consultant. <laughs> but there is this piece, uh, very interesting, it may or may not be related, but there's a piece in, uh, in a site called Campus Reform, okay. which is a site that looks at some of the folly that's taking place in the failed academy. And you've got a guy named Antar A. Tichivakunda. Hmm. Antar Tichivakunda. Sure. An assistant professor at the University of Cincinnati has recently argued that exam surveillance, zero tolerance policies, and fraternities and sororities harm black and Latinx students. Let me stop right there. Check it out. Latin people did not come up with this name for themselves. This is bull loney. Why can't you just say Latinos? Yeah. B-U-L-L-O-G-N-A. That would be bull loney. (laughs) Ticha Vacunda attributes the purported racial, racial biases to white students' access to academic resources. Hmm. You're either oppressed, Matt, or you're an oppressor. You're an oppressor. On June 30, Antar A. Chikavakunda uh, uh, said all of this. On the issue of technology, Chichikavunda claims that proctoring software built to monitor students during exams perpetuates racial biases and stereotypes. 
campus reform, spoke with Eric Smith, a professor at York College of Pennsylvania. What twin was from York, Pennsylvania? The, you, you in the bag. Butch Weininger. You're correct. You have yeah, the uh, answer. You only because set. you've said that before and it, you know, it's stuck. Eric Smith, a professor at York College of Pennsylvania, about the argument Tichakunda presents. Smith said that assuming the general incompetence of minorities because they're minorities is a violation of academic integrity. No, Eric Smith, you're almost there. But assuming incompetence of minorities is done to make them less than, mm. to keep them under your thumb. Okay. Uh, then on the issue of zero tolerance, Tichavakunda writes that policies against plagiarism and standards of academic in integrity disproportionately harm black and Latin students. Isn't that the same as saying they should be allowed to plagiarize? Help me. Well, they're these are the morons in these failed academies. This guy's in the failed academy. They're, cor they're cornered rats, is what they are, and they're trying to worm their way out. He believes that the people who make the decisions about academic integrity standards and then enforce them are not race neutral, arguing that minority students are often falsely accused of breaking academic rules. Well, if that's the case, then it's up to the student to demonstrate they didn't break a rule mm. or tell the teacher to go bleep himself. These people are running these institutions. Finally, Tichavacunda. Yeah. Who has a really neat name, yeah. doesn't he? You're getting way better at it. Tichavacunda tells readers to consider how white students have historically had access to exclusive ad academic resources through their sororities and fraternities. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. Break it down. I don't have a long or very thorough history with fraternities. Uh, for example, I was never in one. But when I was in a band... We we played one hell of a lot of fraternity situations. Okay. How was and, the pay? And I it was all right. And I can <laughs> tell you this. I don't remember ever seeing within a sorority house a library. Right. I saw kegs yeah. and I saw red, know, red plastic couch, cups. Grab a beer, don't cost nothing. The bad right. couch. And some guy playing a lousy acoustic guitar <laughs> and had a smash on the staff. Right. Stephen Bishop. That was Stephen Yeah, Bishop. but I never saw any idea that the sororities had some sort of exclusive uh, access to academic resources. I happen to know someone I now. I need you go. I happen to know someone in my circle, circle yeah. who's a member of a sorority. Hmm. I guarantee you that she isn't in the sorority to gain access to academic resources. I see. I guarantee pretty, it. Pretty solid guess. More pretty of a solid. social endeavor. Theory. Well, she just, she's just, uh, she's, she's, she knows how to access academic resources if she needs them. That's not why she joined a sorority. I see. All right. Referring to test banks, which are cheat sheets for exams made by fraternities and sororities as an executive as an exclusive academic resource, the Cincinnati professor said that white students take exams and do homework with unfair advantages and claims that white students cheat regularly. Wow. He further accused those who make decisions about academic integrity standards of not being race neutral. 
Campus Reform contacted Tichavacunda for comment, and they're waiting for his response. I'm telling you, you're either oppressed or you're an oppressor. And if you're white, you're an oppressor. If you're Jewish, you're an oppressor. If you're Asian at Harvard, you're an oppressor. You know why? Because you do too well. Got it. You're too successful. Your parents were probably too involved in your studying habits. You're an oppressor. It doesn't always have to do with skin color, but it it starts with whiteness. You're the oppressor. So anybody else compared to you is oppressed. Too successful. So the three of us are, we're safe. We're the oppressed on the show. On this show you are. Right. But not out in the world. Oh. What did you point to me for? Well, I wanted to tell you about EcoFund. Yes. Huh? I wanted to tell you about EcoFund because it's a hell. Look at when's Christmas? Two weeks from yesterday? That's right, Joe. Okay, get the EcoFund. They have the mix and match Christmas sale. You hear that? Buy one. Let's go. What? Yes. You get 50% off a second purchase. Come on. There's where you pick up your two electric bikes. Or there's where you pick up an electric bike and a scooter that turns urban errands into adventures. All electric bikes in stock. Buy one, get 50% off mix and match. Well, you can buy an electric bike, and then you can buy a youth dirt bike. Mix and match. Or you can buy a youth dirt bike and then uh, uh, apply your second purchase to uh, whatever else is in the store. All Vespa scooters, 10% off MSRP for GLers. Now, here's the deal. Tell them at EcoFund Motorsports you're a GLer. Then they're That's special. Key. That's a special secret code word. The wink and the nudge. You know what? You become an oppressor. Uh-huh. You just get the all the advantages. A financial oppressor. You're an oppressor. You get all the advantages. Plus, when you uh, complete this deal for the mix and match Christmas sale, they're going to slide you that 10-pound Grunhofer's Christmas ham. Mm. Oh, man. They have snow-removing equipment that makes winter recreation that that makes snow removal a form of winter Fun. recreation. It's at EcoFun. Uh, you can't beat better service, clothing, apparel, good people, great products. And, uh, man, you have two weeks to do it upright at EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Nope, it's here. i got to read you an email because I've gotten many like these. Got to, you know, mansplainers. Yeah. Ken. I'm going to tell you once more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> EcoFun is in Columbus, Minnesota. Oh, my God. Hard to believe the sponsor has not corrected you. I live in Forest Lake, but I know the Colombians are proud of their city also. <laughs> Except this in the spirit intended. A listener since day one from an old phone guy who witnessed the blur racing around in the studio transmitter on Highway 61, also a 1966 Hillgrad, Ken Owens. Yeah, Ken, thank you. Other people have told me that. Technically, EcoFun Motorsports, just west of 35 on Highway 97, is in Columbus. Thank you, uh, Ken. From you can Forest see Lake. Forest Lake across the street. Okay, was that from Ken from Forest Lake? Yes. Okay, so. I don't. I don't think the way you read that, Joe, that you read it with the spirit he intended. I know. I, know. I read it with a spirit of irritation, <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> and EcoFun Motorsports in Burnsville. I hope to God it's not Lakeville. It's Burnsville. Technically, it's uh... technically it's South Bloomington. 
No, it's Burnsville on the service road of life, your county road 42. Mix and match Christmas sale. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Fifty nine. Yeah, you know what? Bleep <laughs> you. Right. I, uh, Did I do grunt yet? Yes. Yes. I yes. Have to go see yes, a man for a moment. <laughs> oh, I forgot to play this before you left. Ready? Yeah. The clock is no longer just ticking; it is banging, and we must make up for lost time. Oh. You heard it wrong. They said. Turn the clocks back. Yes. Oh, Arnie. Okay, I want to hear that. Right. Why are you playing it now, you moron? Because there wasn't any context. You yell at me when I play stuff out oh, of context. Oh, listen to the word he's using. That's why I didn't play it, because there was no context. Well, you're right. You're right. You, you yell at me when you're I right. randomly play shit on the street. Sorry, <laughs> stuff on the show. Oh. What the hell did I have to do with anything? Well, uh, nothing. I'd love to be a, a teacher in college. Oh God! Would seriously? Why? With a, with a oh here for, with a with, with a room full of black students and white students, and I would just have more fun than you can shake a stick at. Expecting exactly the same thing from both of them, instead of these wieners that cave in and make black kids less than. I got a first grade teacher that does exactly that. Don't she's not making them less than. She's making Don't them accountable. Her. No, she's making them accountable. And here's the funny thing: is all of those kids think she's black. Why? All of those students think she's black. Was she like, put on black. shoe polish no, or something? She said, "I'm not black." It's just the way they connect. They have a connection, and they argue because with her. she treats them with civility, like how they should be treated. On Pizza Friday, if you didn't do your stuff, and there's still pizza left over, Pizza Friday. Some of those kids. Think they just good to go get pizza? She's. I hope she says no. You didn't do your stuff, and that that hunger should make you want to do your stuff. Sure, your daughter's starving starving kids kids to death. Yeah, you ought to be real happy with yourself. That's not the lunch program. That's pizza that she buys on her own. John, as a treat. Uh, when you get to your midweek, yes, sir. Will you throw it to Chris Reavers? Throw it. I don't like him, so I don't. I don't know if I can. Rook, I'll take another one from you here. All right. <clears throat> I see. Royce had to go and carve me up pretty good on Twitter. Oh my God! Oh, did we have fun at your expense. Saying we have breaking news. Sushray didn't know there was. Well, <laughs> so we'll let the town council in. So yesterday, Pat had to stay late after Monday night sports talk because I had to have him record an ad. So of course, I get the five minute post game from Royce yeah. before he mm-hmm. leaves. And then you get that, then he leaves, but then he comes back because he forgot something. Well, let me set it up. On Monday Night Sports Talk, I said, I thought it was stupid of the Dodgers to sign Otani for that much money because they can't even use him as a designated hitter, to which I guess during GL even, you and John said, you know, who wants to tell him? Right. You know. The NL, the NL has had the designated hitter for what two years? I think two seasons. I did not know that. Yeah, I think it started. Didn't it start during the pandemic, Johnny? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so, so Royce told Royce this. So then Royce comes back. He says, "So let me get this straight. Our baseball savant, who's in the <laughs> Hall of Fame, I am in the baseball Hall of Fame. No, that did. I said, Pat, here's how here's how he phrased it because he loves." This kind of shit with Joe. I said he looks Who at doesn't? 
he he looked at Johnny and said, "How dumb are the effing Dodgers? They paid seven hundred million for a guy that can't pitch, and they can't put him in the lineup." And then we get the. <laughs> oh, it was great! <laughs> God, does he love that kind of stuff about oh, you? <laughs> the mayor thinks that the National League doesn't have a deal. <laughs> so then he doesn't even he gets because he always parks out front here. I know. So then he gets to the car, puts the whatever on Twitter. And then calls me as I'm posting the show. Oh, God. Hey, dumbass. Yeah. What? Hey, uh, hey, retweet what I just put out there for our baseball <laughs> 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 Oh, oh he was having a he laugh. He parks out front cheerfully violating the parking policy? Yes. Okay. Well, isn't he allowed? <laughs> I, I, I'm, he's here for two he's hours. He's a guest. Yeah. Yeah. The best was he parks right by the sidewalk sometimes with the top down. How you doing? <laughs> Hey, are uh, you riding the train or lift? Do not urinate in my vehicle. You're going downtown. You need a ride? <laughs> You're going downtown. We ready? Claudine uh, or Claudia? Um, Claudine. I thought it was Claudine, yeah. I think it's Clamato. Clamato. My old man drinks Clamato. With so does my sister-in-law. does. <laughs> Same exact drink Claudine. you just Is said. That tomato juice? Yes. But it's got clam, it's got clam uh, yeah. juice. See on that. Ugh. Yeah. No thanks. And he drinks with Bushna. Oh my God. Ugh. What's Bushna? Bush NA. We call well, it Bushna. Yeah. She, my, my sister drinks it with Bush Light. <laughs> just Ugh. like, whoa. God, what I the hell? Rather... Can we get going here? I love, I love my sister in law dearly. That's I went there this morning to make a little cash run. only. Cash only. And man, is that a great Where? store? They got a good rallies on pain, and they got a good butcher shop too. We don't send people there. I go to Grunhofer's. I know. Rolling. Where else don't you go? <laughs> now, a different man who has never had a relationship Shocker. with a tree, Joe Suchere. <laughs> had a good deal on wine. Minnesota Masonic Charities, as you well know, because they are getting the word out on Garage Logic, and the reason they're doing that. For this past year is people thought they were very secretive and didn't really know what they were doing. Well, the gang got together and said, let's get the word out on Garage Logic. With that reach, those people will know what we do. And now, as you know, Minnesota Masonic Charity is one of the leading grant makers in the state, including primary support for the U of M Masonic Children's Hospital, the University of Minnesota Masonic Cancer Center. Great institutions leading the fight against cancer with research. That's huge. On the causes, prevention, treatments, and cures. One of the leading cancer research institutes in the nation, folks. Their research on the causes, prevention, detection, and treatment of cancer has helped thousands of people. So the word is out on their website, mnmasoniccharities.org. Learn more about Minnesota Masonic Charities, mnmasoniccharities.org. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. And, uh, oh, breaking news, Joe. The National League, since 2022, has had the DH. I'll be damned. <laughs> uh, guilty. I didn't pay attention enough to know that either. 
I know, but the difference is I should have known. Yeah, you should have. I'm. Ex- you remember how dumb I used to be? You're, you know <laughs> what you are? You're oppressed. I'm oppressed. Yeah. Yes, I'm oppressed. See, Rook, that's what Chris and I learned when we watched San Diego at Cincinnati. See, we learned okay. that. Stuff, I guess that's so. why. Research and development. <laughs> in, uh, in the news, uh, some uh, more info on some of the stuff we've talked about already. Eight people arrested, two others cited after a pro-Palestine protest blocked eastbound traffic at the Lowry Tunnel on I-94 in Minneapolis. A convoy of vehicles decorated with Palestinian flags clogged traffic for about an hour when it parked inside the tunnel just before 5 o'clock. Congestion appeared to extend for miles, affecting rush hour commuters on 94 and 394. State Patrol said its troopers went to meet the demonstrators who were blocking traffic and started making arrests. Eight vehicles and three trailers were towed away. According to the State Patrol, five men were arrested on suspicion of obstructing the legal process and impeding traffic. A man and a juvenile male each arrested on suspicion of fleeing in a motor vehicle. One woman arrested for probable cause possession of a firearm without a permit. A man and a juvenile male also cited for impeding traffic. The state patrol called the interstate blockage unacceptable. In a statement, they said freeways are used by everyone and are in the artery for emergency vehicles. It is illegal to walk on the freeway and blocking traffic is dangerous for everyone involved or impacted. Were they in the tunnel? Uh, yes. Well, yeah, they were, they were inside in of it. the Lowry tunnel. Yeah. To the point where eastbound I eastbound or westbound or well, well, be, well, eastbound, eastbound. Yeah. Eastbound traffic. Eastbound. But okay, it, it was so bad that traffic started to back up on, wasn't it both 35s? Well, wait a minute. If it's affecting only eastbound traffic, you were westbound. No, I, I, I was running an errand. Yeah. Right. Oh, you had completed the errand. We're now coming back. Correct. And yes. so you're now eastbound. Correct. I got it. And right. down. Yeah, eastbound and loaded up. And the other. So <laughs> we should follow this to see if not only are they prosecuted, but you know, if 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 they go well, through. Mary this. is not going to prosecute them. Believe me. Well, that's just it. But the other thing that that occurred to me, these people have a, a severe amount of trust in their fellow man, mm-hmm. because yeah. all it takes is one guy yeah. to blow his top, and you're all. Carnage. Did you read about Mary's latest stunt? Uh, You had Maple Grove coppers pull a guy over. And then he decides, I want out of here. So he takes off dragging a copper. It was a DWI stop. Yeah, dragging the copper. But Hennepin County will not charge that fellow with assault on an officer. Because they're saying, well, he didn't assault him. He was just trying to flee. Yeah. In your absence, off. Joe, oh, yeah. we did discuss oh, I'm that. Sorry. Uh, Mr. Hauser brought it up and oh, we good. did talk about it. Good. I had the scan button ready, but I had to wait. I wasn't here. I know you weren't here. Yeah. University of Minnesota Professor Richard Painter and former Regent Michael Sue sent a letter to the Department of Education calling for a federal investigation into claims of anti-Semitism at the school. Painter and Sue say the U of M is in violation of Title VI of the Civil Rights Act. The letter specifically calls out the College of Liberal Arts at the U. Uh, the letter says anti-Semitism is a pressing problem and is focused and expeditious investigation by the department could help alleviate an increasingly oppressive academic atmosphere for our students. The letter goes on to say that departments in the College of Liberal Arts have posted anti-Semitic faculty statement condemning Israel and justifying the domestic attacks by Hamas 
on official department websites. Despite concerns over the impacts on Jewish students, the statements haven't been taken down, according to the letter. Uh, the U uh, did answer in a statement saying only the safety of our students, faculty, and staff is our top priority. Acts of harassment, intimidation, or bias are entirely unacceptable and will not be tolerated. We have and will respond promptly and fully to any reports of this behavior on campus. I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you're either oppressed or you're an oppressor. 1.83% of Harvard faculty identify as conservative thinking. 1.83% of Harvard's faculty identify. Well, there's your answer right there. But and that means that means that 99% of them uh, view the world as oppressed and oppressor. Or did they identify that way because they feel as though they need well, to be in the club? I don't know. Not to be argumentative here, but there could be moderates in there somewhere too. I mean, there's yeah, not, there's not the everybody. Poll. I don't know everybody's the poll questions. On yeah. the right well, how can it be weighted that heavily on the scale? <laughs> because the academy has failed. It doesn't attract uh, thinkers. It attracts people with agendas. At the Harvard Business School, you can't tell me there's not a. Uh, Right wing leaning. Well, you don't have to be a right winger. You just have to be. Okay, you just have to be a, an individual that looks at the world not through the lens of oppressed and oppressive. And mm -hmm. I'm sure there are some. Yes, mm -hmm. to answer your question. Okay, thank you. A protest at the Edina School Board meeting last night over the suspension of two students escalated into shouting and board members walking out. The Minnesota chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations, or CARE, says two girls suspended for a chant they used in a pro-Palestinian protest, uh, protest at school. We talked about this when it happened. We did. The slogan, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, is considered by some to be anti-Semitic, a call for the elimination of Israel. But Jelani Hussein, executive director of CARE, said the student speech is being suppressed. He said, we do not want schools to create an environment where Muslim students or Jewish students feel somehow that messages are coming from educators and leaders are not necessarily fully reflective of the nature of the conflict. The protest last night started outside the building, but demonstrators eventually made their way inside and sat down in the boardroom. When the board turned the meeting over to public comment on its truth and taxation presentation, the first person to approach the microphone didn't want to talk about taxes, but instead about the Palestinian affair. School board chair Erica Allenberg at that point called for a recess while the crowd in the room grew more discontented. As the board filed out of the room, a chant of shame on you broke out and the chant from the river to the sea. When the crowd settled down somewhat, the... Uh, board came back and decided at that point to adjourn the meeting. Okay, what were the teams here? Were the protesters uh, uh, only... Uh... It was the members of CARE basically started oh, the protest. Okay, so, well, they're fated to win this because they're oppressed. They're black and they're from Somalia. Hmm. The two girls were are black and they're from Somalia. They get to say whatever they want. They're oppressed. Different rules. Different. That's, they are different rules. Yep. And that's how the world is being looked at by the failed academy, which is why the world's so screwed up. But but last night they didn't win. The school board basically they said, might as well, the, well, the school board did, apparently didn't know what to do. So well, they recessed. And now taxation, uh, the people who have to pay taxes there, uh, they have no say. <laughs> well, Edina, if you don't think it's coming your way, it's already there. 
Roseville police say an ATM theft at Great Southern Bank led to an hours-long standoff in that city early this morning and ended with five people being taken into custody. According to Roseville, police officers called to the Great Southern Bank on County Road B2 at about 4 this morning. When officers got there, they found a vehicle believed to have been involved with the theft and two people inside the how, vehicle. How did they find that out, John? I don't know. Why? Oh. I thought you know, this was the one where the ATM was chained to the bumper of the I truck. I damn near admire uh, somebody trying to steal the whole machine. Probably weighs a ton. I assumed that, Chris, but I wasn't aware. But that's the way I assumed it well, happened. Just take the whole thing. Yeah, just change more it up. details. Uh, police. And how say, many blades would you go through to try to saw well, you through? Know, you got a sawzall. You can get in there. Oh my God. <laughs> police say although both people ran from the vehicle, they did apprehend one person. The second was able to escape. After speaking with the person taken into custody, officers went to the key in where they say four suspects barricaded themselves yeah. in a hotel room. That one's yeah. rented by the what hour, kind of isn't it? spread do you see on that one right <laughs> oh there? God. Eventually, <laughs> police say a standoff began. It lasted about two hours, ended without further incident. The four people inside were arrested. No other details. What city? Roseville. Roseville. The kind where uh, the maid comes and says, hey, checkout's at 11, and the guy says, yeah, I've been living here for about six months, so I don't know what you're talking about. The key in, Joe. You want to go to the key in this weekend? Is this the third Wednesday of the month or the second? This would be the second, Joe. Thank you. You thinking about your social security or yes, I just me, me too. I did that this morning. Oh, wow. we're old, aren't we? Oh yeah, man. Where's the party? Yeah, I gotta get a basket. The key in's got the um the, uh like a bluish carpet. Oh um, and I'm just I'm not seeing luxury. That's the one that you don't take the old black light. Are there threads of silver-like material in it? Yeah, it's everywhere. She hasn't been updated for a while, huh? Yeah, I don't think so. Is this where the machine ended up? The key in? Yeah. Nothing about this place was good. Um, room smelled like pee. Staff was rude and had no towel. Oh, you're reading the reviews. I couldn't even lock the door. We don't need the reviews of the hotel. I couldn't lock the door. Yeah, I'm not staying here if I can't lock the freaking door. (laughs) You guys are hurting my... Yeah, I can't lock it. Don't worry about it. You guys are hurting my key and sponsorship that's coming up. That's right. Yeah, okay, Johnny. What the hell are you guys doing? Check out the key. Ramsey County Public Health announced it has launched a pilot project that allows residents to order a free Narcon kit. The kits include two doses of Narcon nasal spray, breathing barriers, gloves, directions for use, and a list of community resources. The Public Health Department is offering one kit per address. They'll be mailed directly to homes. The project is funded by the state settlement with opioid companies. It's part of the county's opioid response initiative. Uh, why don't we take a break here and uh, hear from Mr. Reavers? You know, a place that has updated their carpeting. I was just there the other day. North American Banking Company. They are fantastic. They're not like those other big national banks. No, they want to take the time to get to know you, your family, your business, everything. They have six locations to serve you. My store is in Roseville. I don't believe it's next to the Key Inn. Uh, But you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location over there in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but you're going to get the unparalleled service of a community bank. They are also locally owned and operated. And here's why that's a big deal. That means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send these out of state. So this helps business owners solve problems quickly 
and expand your business with confidence. They first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. So check them out online today, nabankco.com to learn more. That's nabankco.com to learn more. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Now you may continue with your reviews of the key in. Um, there was only one hand towel and a washcloth into the room. There was no lotion. He was, that's what he was most disappointed in. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> one of the few outlets in the room was actually broken. The blankets were covered in cigarette burns. The floors were still filthy, and there was grass and dirt under the sink in the corner. Um, Where is this grass? Over by uh, India Palace by... Uh, uh, what's the car dealer? Wally McCarthy's yeah, around the corner it, by Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Why you? You and CP going to shack up for well, a little romantic like a, getaway? Sounds like a destination. Blood stains <laughs> on the door. Blood, I love blood stains. Blood matter was left in the bathroom. Blood, blood matter. matter. He is a scientist, CSI. Oh, yikes. I bet they spruced it up here. When we went on our road trip as a family, when we did the Kentucky Derby, Louisville, that whole deal, um, Jess booked a room. Across the border, whatever that city is in Indiana, across the river from uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Clarksville. That would be or, Cincinnati. No, it's not. It's it's a smaller suburb, whatever it is. You take the last train? She booked a room there at this whatever. Oh, but they got, look, at they got a water oh, yeah. park and yeah. shit. Yeah. I said, hey, uh, babe, um, you see that right there? That looks like a peephole. There's blood on the carpet. Yeah. I don't care. What you spent on this room, I'm booking us a different room. Yeah. Booking us a different hotel. Was the clock ticking? What do you mean? Or was it banking? It was banging. 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 Oh. I am oh not allowing you and my children to sleep in this hotel room. Sorry. Yeah. The uh, I'm not, I did find one good review, Rook, but I'm not sure that it really is a good review. Four stars. The staff was very nice, and they gave my boyfriend and I a room on the first floor. <laughs> Oh, so, so what? Right. So that's like a uh, red flag. <laughs> yeah. They gave us a room right next to the uh, office so we could all watch. <laughs> presidential observation room. God. Oh, yikes. All right, then. All right, then. Joe, there's a lot going on out there, isn't there? <sighs> Boy, there must be. <laughs> there must be. Let's go here. I need a minute. Who's doing something? Rook. You want... Uh, yes. <clears throat> I'll do zero. <laughs> All right. Cue the talent. Stand by. Yes. Uh, uh, why does this reset every time I go down there? Ooh. Ready? Okay. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. When I find myself in times of trouble, zero rares will come to me. Cleaning up the carpets, but not for free. Zero res, tis the season, baby. We are going to cancel any Christmas. You're going to get your zero res carpets 
cleaned by a company that has over a 4.9 rating on Google and over 17,000 reviews. And reviews are important. You just saw how important reviews are, right? That segment before? Of course. <laughs> was that the council? Maybe that was the council. Doesn't matter. They have over 17,000 reviews, and the Gotta Love It guarantee makes it easy to get what you pay for. Zero Res stands behind every cleaning. And right now, the GL Rookie Special, three rooms, zero resified, starting at just 129 bucks. Plus your dirt and dander. It's in your air ducts. This month takes 75 bucks off when your air ducts are zero res clean. The telephone number, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. It's spelled the same forwards or backwards. I've used zero res. They get the stains out. They are very professional. And you are going to be sitting pretty for the beginning of the year. 9520res or go online and tell them that you want the rookie garage logic special. That's zeroresminnesota.com. Say my name to get the discount. Spell it forwards or backwards. It's spelled the same. Zero res. Hey, John. Yeah. Getting back to Claudine Gay for just a moment. Yes. The Washington Free Beacon reported yesterday that in four papers published between 1993 and 2017, including her doctoral dissertation, Gay paraphrased or quoted nearly 20 authors, including two of her colleagues in Harvard University's Department of Government, without proper attribution, according to an analysis by the investigative news site. The Free Beacon reported at work with scholars to analyze 29 potential cases of plagiarism, and most believe Gay, a political scientist, had violated Harvard's own policies against plagiarism by simply changing a few words at times without proper citation. So uh, it's some light borrowing. You know, light borrowing. It's uh, not major dengue. <laughs> it's not major dengue. It's just dengue. In other news, special counsel Jack Smith asked the Supreme Court yesterday to swiftly decide whether former President Trump is absolutely immune from federal prosecution for crimes allegedly committed while he was in office. In a request filed with SUPCO, Smith asked the justices to rule before a federal appeals court can weigh in on the matter. You might remember U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin, who's presiding over the case involving the 2020 presidential election, ruled earlier this month that Trump cannot be shielded from criminal prosecution after his presidency for alleged actions that occurred while he was in the White House. Trump had asked the district court in early October to toss out the charges brought by Smith, arguing in part he has presidential immunity from prosecution for actions performed within the outer perimeter of his official responsibility. The Supreme Court has agreed uh, to speed up consideration of Smith's request, directed Trump to submit a response to the petition by 4 p.m. on December 20th. Although the Supreme Court rarely moves with the speed that Smith is proposing, there is precedent for doing so. The 1974 case involving then-President Richard Nixon and a subpoena for tape recordings issued during the Watergate investigation, the SUPCO granted the government's request to resolve the dispute one week after it was filed, issued a decision less than two months later. I will continue to say, as I always have, nothing will come of this. This will just, this is just an endless glimpse into the third rail of obfuscation. Mm. Uh, speaking of President Trump, I, you know, I almost hate to use this story because I'll get emails, but, but it is real news. So I'm going to use it. Former mm-hmm. President Trump announcing this morning the latest round of his digital trading cards, the mugshot edition. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> holy mackerel! And, but listen, 
But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. If you buy, uh, and I'll tell you how this works, but it, this. it includes a bonus offer for a piece of Trump's suit from his Fulton County, Georgia mugshot and dinner with Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Trump released 100,000 cards this morning on collecttrumpcards.com for $99 each. Including, it up. I bet they're sold out. Already. I guarantee they are. Yeah. yeah. Including 2024 limited edition physical cards with different rarity cards. That'll be mailed to anyone who buys 47 cards or more in a single transaction. That'd be a lot of money. That'd be what? Almost five grand, 47 mm -hmm. cards. Genius. But, the limited edition cards feature Trump's mugshot from his Fulton County arrest, a piece of the suit he wore that day, and 25 will be hand-signed, according to the site's terms and conditions. They'll come with that invitation to have dinner with Trump at Mar-a-Lago. The first 200 people who buy 100 cards using cryptocurrency will get another bonus offer, a one-for-one -one NFT, two tickets for a cocktail reception with Trump, before the Mar-a-Lago dinner, a second physical card featuring pieces of both the suit and the tie and two commemorative dinner. You know, that idiot thinks that suit is the equivalent of the Shroud of Turin. Yeah, he does. Uh, I've got Trump mugshot collector card, 283 sold. It's on eBay. I don't know if this is the exact same one. Well, but on eBay, the then, you're already looking at resale. That's the secondary market. Yeah. That's only 29 bucks, though. Ooh, really? Um, I have a question. Let's see. Oh. Is this going to be somewhat similar to Tops? Meaning every year you're going to have a new, you know, a new you series. You don't want to use these on your bicycle. You right. want to save Got these. Okay. But you this suck. came out, what, a year ago, John? Wasn't yeah. it? Yes, but it, I mean, we all know what it is. It's a way for him to put money in his coffers. And, yeah. and until... Well, yeah. Until he thinks he can do that, you know, he'll he'll do it, I'm sure. So you might get one every year if uh, he needs Are you saying money. He, is he not allowed to do that if he's the president? No, I'm just saying he'll do it until he thinks it'll work, until he won't make any more money from it. I gotcha. So. <laughs> Joe, your thoughts. <laughs> I've expressed I'm mine. not going any further than this. <laughs> just like baseball cards, but you collect them digitally. This is... Yeah. Collect trump cards. Oh, that's right. You don't get a piece of cardboard, do no, you? No, right. You get a, well, a what digital. About the suit? Yeah, well, well that they send you. Yeah. Oh, get the piece of the suit. Okay, yeah, get the suit that everyone is talking about. Don't, um, don't forget to pay I've the never extra. Talked about it. <laughs> don't forget Just to pay the suit. extra to get the tie. Also, the tie, the tie piece. Is it the red yeah. tie? I bet. Yeah, I can't uh, remember what he's wearing on the mugshot. Limited uh, to the first two hundred. Only one hundred eighty-eight left. And you get all this one-of-a-kind digital card, two VIP tickets to join them. Okay, and that started this morning, so they're already almost sold out. Uh, yeah, oh only God, less than 200 left. Mm -hmm. oh uh, <laughs> Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky arrived today on Capitol Hill to a darker mood than when he swooped in last winter. As the Russian invasion is grinding into a third year and U.S. funding hangs in the balance, Zelensky's visit to Washington comes as President Biden's request for an additional $110 billion U.S. aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and other national security needs is at risk of collapse in Congress, Republicans insisting on strict U.S.-Mexico border security changes that Democrats are decrying as decro decro draconian in exchange for the overseas aid. 
The White House said the time was right for Zelensky's trip to Washington as Biden pushes lawmakers to approve the aid package before they leave for the year-end holidays. Uh, speaking of Russia, their dictator, Vladimir Putin, uh, remember Alexei Navalny? He was yes. The most prominent uh, Russian opposition leader who is arrested on some bogus charges and currently is serving a 19-year sentence in a Russian penal colony. Yes. He's uh, he's missing, shall we say. Well, he's Ooh. probably dead or damn near close to it. He had a court date yesterday, and uh, he didn't show up. Uh, and his allies are expressing concern. The 47-year-old Navalny, a fierce critic of President Putin over the past decade, a frequent target of Kremlin attacks, was supposed to be in a district court in the city of Kovrov via video link, but the screen in the courtroom remained dark. His allies said they had not been in touch with Navalny since last Tuesday. According to a spokeswoman, authorities in his penal colony have been blaming problems with electricity for his absence. But given the harsh nature of his imprisonment, serving one sentence after another in a punishment cell, his allies are convinced there must have been other factors at play. John, unless you've got something to really brighten our day, we're going to wrap that up unless you have a real beauty. No, no, no. I, I, in fact, most of the other ones are just as depressing as everything I've read so far. Uh, all right. Thank <laughs> you. And uh, I do want to tell you that... Uh, Twin Cities garage door of the Twin Cities. Yes, precision. precision. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. I uh, continue to get emails from people who have really enjoyed the experience they've had with these people. This is your new garage door guy, but you get the whole family. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. Don't charge extra for weekend visits. They're growing. They're trying to hire new people. They need uh, garage door technicians. They need garage door installers. They need warehouse inventory people. They uh, pay well. The benefits are great. People tend to stay because they love the environment. These are really competent people. And as you've learned from listening to the emails from customers, they, uh, they tell you when you're going to show up. When they're there, they tell you what they're going to do. Here we are. And <laughs> then they say, do you want to watch and hang out? And then you uh, you say thank you, and they're done when they say they'll be done. Mm -hmm. And everybody is finding the prices reasonable. They appreciate and compensate excellent work. If you're uh, looking, you know, you might want to pay attention to this. It's Precision Door of the uh, Twin Cities. Preci precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Find them at PrecisionDoorMN.com. That's PrecisionDoorMN.com. Or call and meet them to see if you're a good fit. See, fit? Yeah, fit. I get it. 612-263-6985. Where do you want to go? Okay. Yes. Uh, what 
do we got here? I still need, what do I need? I Sound need, story? Yes. <laughs> Johnny did. Nav Tell code. me your story. <clears throat> Joe, are you ready? Just a minute. He needs a moment. He is buying Trump cards on his phone. With Bitcoin. <laughs> With Bitcoin. With Bitcoin. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. What what's left? Uh Trump cards. What's left to do here? Sound story. Yes, please. Nine minutes from Rook. Day five of the Festival of Lights. <laughs> What's the uh, wooden structure outside of a Jewish home? Uh, uh, a garage. Scrolls? No, it's a wooden structure that's a, uh, I think it's for uh, vegetables or what am I thinking? A compost? Of? No, it's uh, it's only at the holiday time. What the hell is that? I'm unfamiliar. I thought you'd know. <clears throat> I'm unfamiliar. I know much uh, about my Jewish friends. Sukkah? Something like that. What's that say? Uh, it says uh, Jewish families build a temporary hut or shelter in their yard. It's called a sukkah. The roof covering must be made of something used to grow in the earth. It can That's be made it. of yes. palm leaves or bamboo sticks. Yes. Yeah. You see those around. For what, what purpose? It's part of the celebration. It's uh Oh, just during Hanukkah. I did not know this. Mm -hmm. So you come over and pick up a squash? What? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. What do you need? It, well, it's like, the, it's like the fish eaters building mangers, you know. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It's associated gotcha. with the Jewish festival of Sukkot. With it. There you are. Okay, Sukkot. The festival of lights. Take a right yes. at the key in. Yeah, do not stay. <laughs> Come to a fork in the road. Take it. <laughs> take it. <laughs> okay. Okay, Maury. Ready? Yes, Maury. I'll say. Okay. Hey, Maury. <laughs> Can't find uh, what I want here. It's Ooh. time to play. No, love it a hardware store. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. We are into December, pretty much almost well into December, a couple of weeks away from Christmas on day five of Hanukkah. Take care of your holiday shopping with the gift that your family will not only love this year, but for years to come. Do it in a matter of a couple of clicks with a gift card at mysoundstory.com. What is Sound Story? Well, it's brand new, and it's a great idea. An hour-long conversation, which you or one of your loved ones interviewed by someone like me. It's a conversation that includes their experiences from their childhood, maybe their first meeting, that special someone, whatever the case may be, and all they have experienced and all that you love about them. It's such a common sense thing. With Sound Story, you or your loved one's voices and stories are saved for your family forever. So it's not just grandpa talking on Christmas Eve about meeting grandma. You got this forever now. You and your siblings go in on a gift certificate for your parents. Get them a Sound Story gift card at mysoundstory.com. Right now I'm giving you 10% off that gift certificate when you do the promo code flashlight. Imagine being able to go back and listen to that story. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's a gift you'll never regret giving, but it's a gift everyone can, in your family will love. Can we get that as a gift for the mayor? Let's all pool in. Let's How about all do it. That? Well, he's going to have to pay for it himself. That's but true. We're going to give that but to you. We'll give you <laughs> the okay. gift of a story <laughs> about us. It's a great idea. Well, then, <laughs> you guys, that wouldn't involve me. You guys do it and then give me something that I would listen to. Well, and, okay, but you got to pony up. Yeah, you're, you're the one that's got to No, it's a gift this for is me. professionally you, done. Right. Yeah. And we're, not, we're amateurs. Just go to mysoundstory.com 
from uh, promo code flashlight to get 10% off flashlight at mysoundstory.com. How did Minnesota go from an $18 billion surplus to a $2.3 billion possible deficit? Well, because of wasteful, unaccountable spending. But the Center of American Experiments got a great deal here. Maybe we all can push back. Nothing exemplifies uh, these adult children uh, more than they're trying to get away with this new office building. Right. So far, it's $720 million, and they haven't put a shovel in the ground yet, so you can imagine what that that would cost. Uh, we don't need this. It's a palace for politicians. It's a shame that they're ramming this We're through. We're being had. The site, the project is approved and the site preparation has begun. But according to the American experiment, it's not too late to ask the legislature to reconsider and pause. They can pause this. And there's a petition sponsored now by the Center of the American Experiment. I intend to go online and sign it. Okay. www. Stop the dig MN. Stop the dig MN. All one word. Stop the dig MN.com. And the petition will become available to you. Uh, and you uh, can sign it if you, uh, like most GLers, believe that these thieves are trying to get away with uh, a new building that'll cost a billion dollars before it's done. There was no need for it. There is no need for it. It's an absolute irresponsible use of our money. And they did it in the dark, essentially. So here's a chance to do something about it and some pushback. Mm -hmm. StopTheDigMN.com. Stop the dig. Go on it right now. What's it look like? Stop the dig. No, stop the dig. One word. StopTheDigMN.com. And as long as you're on there, you can be the first of this group to take the petition or sign the petition. Don't let them build another palace for politicians. It takes you to the um, AmericanExperiment.org website, and you can sign the petition. Well, good. Now, how do you sign it? Do you just write on the computer screen? First name, last name, email, address, city, zip, and then hit next. Okay. I'm going to do it. Joe Souchere, 4236 Maine. Sign me up right now. Sign me up at just gljoe at am1500.com or gljoe at garagelogic.com. And you'll get that email in 2007. No. Joe Souchere, gljoe at garagelogic.com. I'm on board. I want to stop the dig. I think it's an outrage. I'll give you 3415 University Avenue. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. That's not a lie. No. Uh, the, there is a photo associated with this. Remind me, where where are we planning on building this again? Right on the grounds here. You you can get it. Because I don't recognize the buildings around this with the photo that they have accompanying this. Well, this I piece. could if I if I could get out of my chair and go over and look, I probably would know what. But you're not building. You probably don't want. To do nah, that. I don't want to. Do yeah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> well, speaking of the taxes and the spending, so we would be sending this to uh, Lee Finky. Take action now. Stop the dig, dear official. Why is it going to Lee Finky? I don't know. Okay, it, send it automatically. It. Send it. Maybe because um, they hit send. Did you hit send? No, there's no send. It's submit. Well, hit submit. Oh, <laughs> oh. he was following orders. Right. 
Yeah, I really, seriously, I yeah. want to know, am I signed up now? Have I signed the petition? Thank you for taking action. Now, take a moment to spread the word. Yep. Okay, I did it. Stop right. the dig MN, people. Let's go. Uh, we have uh, a guy here So okay, don't use my name. St. Paul, the 2024 budget is $884 million. Mm-hmm. Are you focused? Mm-hmm. Yep. The most recent population in St. Paul, 307,000 residents. Okay. All right. That's spending per resident of $2,749. All right. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis, 2024 budget, $1.8 billion. Most recent population, 426,000. Spending per resident, $4,225. Okay. Now, what I would want to know, these are outrageous numbers too. What I would like to know is, how am I seeing my $2,749 that's getting spent on me? You're, you're not. Are you? Or Reavers? It's, or, just, it's just going into the hopper, and they can't determine. I suppose uh, I can't say streets because most of them are bad. You know, if you're lucky, your street light still works because the copper hasn't been stolen. <laughs> what if they're blue? What if they turn those blue are light? Uh, those were incorrect bulbs, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like to know what are, what are we what are we uh, what are we getting there? Screwed. And, uh, Screwed. Uh, uh, Jordy offers another reason why the UN is to be despised. Okay. UN climate negotiators over in the desert right now are pushing for a deal at the climate summit in Dubai that will be the beginning of the end for fossil fuels. They want an end to oil, gas, and coal use, and they want it now. Hmm. Now you tell me, does that have anything to do with what the temperature is supposed to be, or does that have to do with world control? World control. Thank you. Only. You're here. Only because they come to us. You got them? All the way. In his clutches. (laughs) From Mirador, Ecuador. Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador. From our friends, the traveling Lymans. Mm -hmm. To the engineering staff. No further questions about why Joe is the only microphone in which the straps need to be replaced on a monthly basis. We only have one item today. Mm -hmm. This day of revelation. Mm -hmm. And revolution. Revelation. On this day. December 12th. In 1928. The newly finished Fauché Tower. Already in... Uh, icon of architecture in Minnesota was strung with lights and lit up like a Christmas tree. Oh, neat. Hmm. Minnesota's tall. It was, uh, it was, it was Minneapolis's tallest building for nearly 50 years. My mom has a very cool high school photo on a field trip that they took. My mom went to Northfield high school. And it's cool. The Fauché Tower is, in fact, lit up. Lit. No, I think of that's interesting the way life marches on. I think of your mother, uh, you know, being your mom, uh, and she took a high school trip there. Yeah. You know, 100 years ain't what it used to be. Okay. That was probably what, late 60s? She would have graduated high school. 
uh, I'm trying to do the math here. Probably early 70s. Isn't that something? Northfield High, home of the what? The Raiders. Raiders, okay. Yep. Yeah, so Ma went there, and uh, hell, that was just, to me, that was a blink of an eye ago. Yep. You know, Tallest building in Minneapolis at the time. Well, I, I meant I meant the early seventies would be a blink of an eye, not nineteen twenty-eight. Right. <laughs> now with all those buildings and IDS, wouldn't that taller, be also Minnesota's tallest building? Would have, have to cool. be. Yeah. It wasn't until the IDS was built, and now the irony is, the IDS just missed a one hundred fifty-one million dollar balloon payment or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they're well working because the it's creditors. basically empty. That's what I'm saying. It's it's <laughs> ironic. Uh, geez, this close to Christmas, we don't want to have such bad thoughts about both cities, do we? No, but, uh, I mean we just don't want to have to cancel Christmas. They used to be they used to be gussied up for Christmas. <laughs> Dayton's window were uh, well, just were, walking down Nicollet was neat. They had lights up over the streets. St. Paul had beautiful lights. We up don't over even the have a bleeping holodazzle this year. There's nothing. It's just. Uh, Come because, on downtown. Well, you're either oppressed or you're the oppressor. The and fence. why would you do anything to honor or or salute the oppressor? Right. You know. Yeah. The court-appointed trustee overseeing the liquidation of Bernie Madoff's firm has earned $1.5 in fees since his appointment 15 years ago. It's all kind of a racket, isn't it, man? Good gig if you could get it, yeah. huh? Don't forget wow. about the Garage Logic holiday online auction. If running. you have $1.5 billion, head on over to garagelogic.com and enter the keyword auction right now through the 14th. My math tells me that's two more days where you can save up to 70% off retail price and some amazing items that includes a five night all inclusive golf vacation for two from Escape With Us Vacations. And you ain't saying that no key. No, in the Dominican Republic, a riding oh. lawnmower trimmer and blower from tri-state bobcat an ice fishing trip from ballard's resort three different e-bikes from ecofund motorsports a canadian fishing trip at fletcher's lake resort gift certificates at grand old creamery institute of non-destructive testing certificate program and osteostrong's 12-month membership all can be had garagelogic.com enter the keyword auction cha did you chat already i did all right, well, then I'm just going to have to uh, just tell people to go to YouTube, subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube, and don't forget about the council. It's a great Christmas gift, great Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate gift. Ten bucks a month or a hundred bucks for the whole year. Yeah, and it gives you access to fun events, pre-post. You're like you're like the hotel managers watching us from behind the um, girls. The picture, you know, you're eavesdropping. It's okay, we're into it. Uh, so check that out. That's the Garage Logic Town Council found at garagelogic.com. Poke around for your holiday. I made sausage balls from Rookie's recipes. They are great. Sweaty? No, not sweaty. Sausage balls. Um, and they were a hit. I'm telling everybody. So go to garagelogic.com and look up <laughs> Rookie's recipes. How is a sausage ball different than a meatball? Because it's pork sauce instead of beef. Oh. Good stuff with Bisquick. <laughs> oh, those were good. Go you bleep yourself. Bisquick. Now you make biscuits with Bisquick? Yeah, it gives it a little um, different texture and flavor. It's not See, just rolled up meat. Huh? Head on home and make some biscuits. How do you like your meat? Just rolled up? Sausage balls. 
I got your Bisquick sausage balls right here. <laughs> no, I, no, no, I have not said a word. I would like to try one. Yeah, you would, because it's Jimmy Dean stuff. Hey, what are you bringing yeah. in stuffing this year? I don't Never. know. I should have. I should make some. It was a. It was a hit with uh, Thanksgiving. We didn't have anything left over for Thanksgiving. No leftovers. You may have to cancel Thanksgiving. Well, we had like a spoonful, but yeah. I think I'm going to make that this year. Brooke, where are your recipes on our website? I thought they were on here. Uh, they are, but they make you look for them. So if, also, you, go to, um, if you go to garagelogic.com, look up rookies. DS, put those on your Twitter. Because um, I know they were here last year. Yeah, because I did the stuffing recipe last year. And, of yeah. course, now my dad wants me to make it again. That was really good. You should make that again. Okay, you're man. right, John. They don't make. It. Yeah, I don't see them. Gotta anymore. bring something for extras for Christmas. Oh, who's this? Thank I we're not extras. Maybe just huh. recipes. R E C. Or I wonder if you have to log in. Maybe I'm not logged in. Let me log in. Search results for rookies' recipes. Anything? No. You've been replaced, Rook. I think so. I don't know how to log in. What are you talking about? R-O-O-K-I-E, Rookies, Recipes, R-E-C-I-P-E-S. No. I've been silenced! <laughs> I signed in and they're still not there. Hmm. <clears throat> really? Our, uh, oh, I shut your. You were taking a call. I our I Madonna shut, author. Shut your mic up. Oh, she's on what? She'll be on CNN tomorrow. Cool. Her biggest relief that the Madonna people have contacted her is that she now figures she's not going to be sued. Yeah. Okay. That's legit. Yeah. Okay, now I found videos, Rook. Are there videos of your recipes? No. A little, little confused. Joe. What? I am ready for you. Okay, I'm just going to Google it. I found them, Rook. Where? Um, I just typed. I signed in. I went to rookies, Rookie Recipes. A day of revelation. And they all pop up. No, it's not revelation. Hey. Revelation. R E V E L A T I O N. Yeah. That's what I spelled. A day of revelation. R E V O L. There's no O in it. Jeez. Too easy. A day of revelation. In G L colon. Ooh. Yes. We are either oppressors. Either oppressors. Or the oppressed. Oh, I found him. Yeah. You don't use onions in your uh, potatoes, cheesy potatoes. It's optional. Call me now. Communist. A day oh, of revelation in GL, colon, capital, we, right, because that's the new sentence. Can I capitalize that? We are huh? either oppressors or the oppressed. <laughs> Do I capitalize oppressors? And, no. No? Okay. Okay. Uh, 
Where do you see the oh cheesy potatoes? Oh my god, those are so good. <laughs> Love cheesy. Now, uh, <clears throat> Love them. every holiday we make them now. Yep. Yep. That's that's all I want to say today. Okay, Elmer. That whole show Sparky. basically was about that. Okay. You and need, then you just hide in there. Johnny, don't forget to send me news stories. Like oh, God, yesterday. thank you, because I'm too busy looking at Rook's Can I recipes. have some uh, recipes? Can I have some volume here? I, the, it's okay to play this for the council. I'll be the judge of that. Multi-platinum selling singer-songwriter, Tate McRae. Why do you want to play this? You turn it up. Brother wants to call you. Do you remember that sunny day? Somewhere in London, in the middle of nowhere, didn't have nothing. It's the Sinead O'Connor. You know, she was absolutely gorgeous. She really was. With hair, she looks incredible. I don't, I don't mean that as weird as it sounds, but. No, it's just so. You got a way of watching. Jesus. And it's something about you. And now I know I never ever wanna be without you. I wanna be haunted by the ghost. I wanna be haunted by the ghost. I wanna be haunted by the ghost. Wanna be haunted by the ghost. Of your precious love. Of your precious love. First time I saw you standing in the street, you were so cool you could have put out Vietnam. All the girls ask, what's he like? I see he's kind of shy, but that's the kind of girl I am. He's my kind of guy. I want to be hot about the ghost. 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 I want to be hot the day I found you. I'll stay beside you. I'll never leave or tell you all those lies that you never believe. I wanna be haunted by the ghost. I wanna be haunted by the ghost. I wanna be haunted by the Maybe that he can't sing is the charm of it. Yeah, I would agree. 
This is pre-getting his teeth fixed. He had no teeth. Sean McGowan Why do I like that song? Sounds yeah, it sounds really good. I mean I, to me it's so weird. In the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> And the piano. Panamo. I saw a clip with Chris Farley the other day and I was laughing so hard and then I got sad. I got sad. I was, was so damn funny. I was best friends with his cousin growing up, Steve Farley. The two dads. Oh, wow. And I didn't know that until I had no idea until you said that after he died. Why didn't, you, why didn't we go hang out? The Farley that I know is the Farley from. Which one do you know? No, not Brian. Not Gary. That's Brian Farley. There's St. Mark's. Oh, this is a parish deal? This is, yeah. They got they lived on Randolph and Mississippi River Boulevard. Yeah. In that house that was just redone. And the mom, she was a um, R gang gal. She was in the R gang series. R gang, huh? Yep. Donald Stephen Farley. All right. Uh, oh, crap. That's right. I need to put. Let me show you how we do stuff around here. Actually, my department uses Monday.com. Somebody so thinks that I'm guy sounds like the crusher. Management tool? No, no. The crusher. <laughs> Turkey neck. I wish I had recorded a video of myself and what I was saying in my vehicle yesterday. I was so mad. And I, and I didn't know. Had I known it, I think I would have probably lost it completely. Because you'll find this shocking. I was listening to local radio, and you know, obviously there was no mention of it. Excuse me. It's been years since you held up. There's a lot more than the 10 people protesting, though. We only arrested eight of them. There were hundreds. That's what I'm saying. Why did we only arrest eight? Uh, did everybody else flee? What, what, what were, what were we going to do after the show today? Sign something for, well, we already signed for O'Brien. Because he made you feel shame. <laughs> you feel shame? Did you print out that thing for me? That whole... It uh, should be on the printer back there. What if it isn't? That I didn't. <laughs> no, it, sh it should be. I printed it out before we did the show. I just haven't had a chance to go get it for you. Uh, Chris, now, now that we're alone, hey I, sent, now. I sent you a video during the show. Oh, Please. yeah. I was like, John, you said... Not there's something really is that what this is joe i don't think i printed it then <laughs> oh 
Oh, it's because we talked about it. That's why. Hey, we we discussed it. That's why I didn't print it. But I want to see it. All right, hang on. Hang on, see look. It's been years since you held a baby, and I wrecked the bedroom. I don't get it. Is that like some Eastern thing? <laughs> like some Eastern thing, man. Like some Eastern thing, man. <laughs> God, that scene is so great. I like your style too. You got that whole cowboy thing going. <laughs> How did they talk Sam Elliott into that role? Why not? It's a great role for I a suppose. Hell. Plus right up his alley. Who's telling the council? Oh, yeah. Good. Oh. Sign the council or sign a petition, council. Go to uh, Stop the Dig MN. I'm a jinx for the Timberwolves. I tuned in last night. Whoops. Is Zion a big deal in the NBA? I mean, sure. But I don't know. Well, you never hear about it. He's hurt. He's, he's hurt. Yeah, a lot. I found How this. How you doing, Chris, on that printing? Well, I'm currently posting the show. Well, I don't uh, care about the show. You print what I want. It's all it. about me. Got it. It's all about me. All right, Joe. I'm gonna. Go, well, I can't do that from here because then that'll interfere with the show posting. We have this uh, device called Megaphone, not to be confused with Mega Bus. That posts the show every day. <laughs> and Megaphone also has a report. So as soon as the audio is done processing from today's award-nominated program, I can print you the report. Okay. You got all that? How about huh? the fact that the effing Dodgers get to backload this contract? That makes me yeah. so angry. They got to pay them about ten dollars a year right now. Two million bucks. Two million a year for ten years, and then the rest. Mister Money Talk broke it down. Yeah, because of all the deferred money. I'm surprised he would take that little per year because you need you it, need more than that to live it, in L.A. Allegedly, it was his about, idea, and he's going to make about fifty mil a year in endorsements. Yeah, he's going to be all right. I wasn't worried about it. Right, he'll be able to eat. <laughs> he'll be able to eat. Be able to put food on this family. He's gonna. Oh, God. I I just, you know. Did you guys uh, break into the show and talk about the shooting on Marshall and Creighton Friday, where the cops shot the guy in the domestic uh, deal? Johnny brought it up in news. Uh, didn't it he? was in the news. Yeah, that's all we talked about it. I didn't realize that was such a bad part of town in St. Paul. Of course, there really isn't such phrase anymore, is there, Joe? What? Bad part of town. No, there's really no. That sucks. That's not good. 
I found an old football clip I cannot quit watching. That's what I sent you, Chris. Yeah, I saw. I, I was watching it during your news, oddly enough. <laughs> Did you see 72? He yeah, I just kind no, of stood there. He has no idea where he's at. Look at him. You can tell he must have gotten floored. Uh, I was going to say he had, must have had his bell rung pretty good. Oh, God. And I can't go. Every time I watch it, I giggle at him just going, uh-huh. where am I? And then did you notice the quarterback getting decked by the guy? Yes. Just punched him. Yep. He, he punched him. I, I bet he didn't get Jimmy, I think it was Jimmy Francis who yeah. said we should do an interview with Stanley Hubbard long form like he did with Garrison Keeler. Um, no, that was Reavers about a year and a half ago. It just came. Oh, I said that we should do that when it was the 100th anniversary of Hubbard Broadcasting. Well, we should. I'm game. Okay. Seems like it's a good idea when somebody else suggests it, Chris, but not you. <laughs> no, I. I know. I, know. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Sometimes I feed it to a listener and say, "You should tell Joe to do this." <laughs> yeah, yeah tell this, and then that way we'll get it done. That way you won't be told no, like the staff, like the staff gets told no. <laughs> God, that's a hell of an idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh. Okay, now I can do the report because Joe, the audio is done. Brought that thing. Okay, Brought that's that thing. good, Chris. You want to see it, John? Have you? Uh, okay. Have you? I want to read it, Chris. I want it printed out to me. That's what I'm going to do. John, have you watched Slow Horses? Are you on that bandwagon? I am not on that bandwagon. Is it good? I'm going to start it tonight. Guess where we had 19,000 downloads in the month of, or excuse me, the time frame of November 12th, 2023 to December 12th, 2023. Where? 19,000 downloads, Joe, in what country? 2% of our audience. England. Singapore. What? We have people in Singapore? Uh, We had 1,295 downloads in Colombia. 1,100 downloads in Canada. Seven hundred more in Singapore than Canada? Yes, sir. Wow. Well, that must be where the Lyman's, uh, I bet that's where the Lyman's signal must run through. Because that's a lot. Well, what do you mean? People are tuning in to hear the Lyman's? No, no, no. Because they listen every day. I'm wondering if that's, that's got to be them. Well, that's why can't you be anywhere in the world and listen? I don't know. It's just a computer. 777 in Germany. In Germany? Germany. 711 in Australia. 499 in Japan. How many in this country? Six. Uh, 854,014. <laughs> How many hey, Google, Google, Google it, Mike. Uh, Joe, I don't have Apple. I just looked it up. That's why I haven't seen it. I don't have Apple. He ain't seen it. I ain't seen it. All right. Bye, Town Council. Goodbye. Yep, I'm going to go.